0: I, I'm going to kill you. The Highline Nation. The Highline Nation. The not, Highline. not Highline Nation. The Highline Nation. What's up, guys? Uh, welcome back to episode 52 of the Highline Trip. Dave's Raleigh Embry coming back at you. We got an exciting episode for you today. We got the Richmond Review. I thought it was a great race. We'll see what Riley thinks about it. Uh, Bell versus Chastain had a little bit of uh, interesting comments after the race between uh, Christopher Bell and Ross Chastain. We'll talk about that. And Denny Hamlin's Demise. Who would you pick last week? I uh, think the driver of this 11 car. Carson. No, I don't think you did. Uh, Denny had a very not good uh, race day on Sunday. We'll talk about that. And Hendrick's other win over this past weekend or week, uh, they won their appeal. I talked about it at the beginning of last episode show, but we'll go ahead and get more into that and talk about how this affects the next-gen car going forward.
1: For sure, we will. We're also going to give out our Attaboy Segment or our Attaboy Award in our Attaboy segment this week. Uh, of course, we got the fan favorite. You can't do that. Segment of the week. Uh, long list for me this weekend. Uh, and then we're going to be giving our Bristol dirt preview. Oh. Fortunately, <laughs> uh, might be on the list of you can't do that NASCAR. Yeah, can't go dirt racing. Possibly. But uh, now we got a good uh, show for you. Please. Stay for the whole thing because we're going to have some spicy stuff towards the end, I believe, on that you can't do that segment. But uh, mm-hmm. episode 52, let's get it! Go. This is the Howard. Trent Davis. All right,
0: Lambrey. We don't need no education. Please
1: refrain. <laughs> oh, you can't do that. Let's fucking go. Cows in his Sunday best. He's you usually up to his chest. In, in all of the grease. grease. There's Denny walking in <laughs> with that mean little freckle faced kid that, that broke, broke a wind the window last, or burst broke the speed limit on Pitt Road last week. week. <laughs> Martin Truex likes to cuss out his uh, crew chief on, <laughs> on the radio race. after the race. I
0: don't know what it what Oh what it was. no, you gotta finish it up. That's what I love about <laughs> That's Richmond. what I love
1: about Richmond on Sunday. No. Yeah, well. I
0: didn't know where you were going with that. Yeah. Okay. Well good good good. I like the execution. Yeah. Or I like the I like the idea. Not Execu- the execution, execution
1: wasn't great. Yeah, it was not not great. Kinda like uh Chris Busher's pick crew. <laughs> Bro, I don't know what the fuck happened with Chris <laughs> Busher this weekend. He was you know qualified well didn't qualify, but started Seven ran like 12th, 14th, and
0: then they, uh, and then for some reason strategy. he was
1: 34th, two laps down.
0: Yeah, and I I, I follow Chris Bush on Instagram, and uh, he just, said, he just said, uh, nothing really, nothing much to say, we'll just go to Bristol Dirt or something. I was like, okay, either he hated the pit strategy,
1: or I think well, so. I think sucked. I think he just. You'd think, think, you think he'd say something. I think everything was wrong. I think the pitch strategy was wrong. I think the car sucked.
0: The car wasn't bad, though, before they got off that strategy. Yeah, well, strategy. I
1: think that he was kind of helped by his starting position and the fact that the first run was only 30 laps.
0: Because you got to think, Josh Berry was on that same strategy. And Josh Berry would not finish a fucking second.
1: Well, we'll talk, I, I'll talk about that a little bit later in the uh, yeah. what segment is that? The um, Attaboy? <laughs> uh, no, the you can't do that segment. I've like I said, I've got several. Oh, okay, mm-hmm.
0: Very interesting.
1: Anyways, guys, um, welcome back to the Highline episode fifty-two. Uh,
0: Jesus, uh, Stortfriesen. Oh! Uh, didn't Cody wear a drive fifty-two for a minute? Mm-hmm. Garrett Smithley mm-hmm. back in the day, the yellow car. Rick wears early days. Yeah. Have they got any better since then? No. <laughs> There's another J, uh, JJ, another Rick Ware Racing car that uh, had an interesting weekend. JJ Ailey, never heard we'll of. Talk that. about that later. Um, Come on, Dennis. How was your weekend there?
1: Worked all week. And
0: there you go. Yeah, me too. Uh,
1: yeah, it was. Uh, wasn't too bad. I had a lot of fun this weekend uh, working, but uh, I did not. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a. It's good time. Got to watch all of the wrist. Uh, the, <laughs> the, the, uh <laughs> the Bristol? Yeah, the Bristol. Combining Richmond and Bristol together. That'd be a good racetrack. Um but when, uh, uh had a good uh time watching that at work until the last ten laps I had to go
0: do some work. Well, but, you didn't uh, miss anything.
1: Yeah, I didn't miss anything. But uh
0: like Josh actually got it. I mean he both times he uh, was beside Kyle, he got a great restart, but he just couldn't hold it on the outside. Yeah, just I mean it's his inexperience yeah, yeah. in these cars.
1: He did a hell of a job to hold on a second, I think. He did.
0: He did. But uh yeah, my weekend was the same. Worked. Uh got to watch all the I didn't watch truck. I literally so when did that truck race come on? At like five thirty on Saturday or something. Is that the Xfinity race. I think it was 4.30? F- 5? somewhere around there. It, it was anywhere. on while I was going to work. So I think it's four thirty. 430. Four thirty five, whatever it was. So I was still at work and uh the Xfinity race didn't wa- done I didn't watch that, and it's about uh, 45 minutes to an hour after the Xfinity race ended, and I knew the truck race coming on after that. I was like, I'm not watching this shit. And I was like, okay, well, I had the time, I, I, I clicked the truck race, I clicked on it, and literally, as soon as I click on it, there's an onboard of, fucking who was it? I think it was, ah, oh, shit, that Ford truck. Whoever's in the Ford truck they're on uh, inboard with him. That's probably about almost halfway halfway through the race. And he, he's beside somebody and he just pushes up the track and just doesn't wreck, but he like loses it. And he's like, Oh, he got loose. I was like, yep. Can't watch it. Cause that's turn one and two. It tells like, this is why I don't watch fucking Texas. I was like, well, that's, that was a perfect time to click on it. Cause I'm not watching this race. Now I missed a lot of shit after that, but, uh, yeah, I didn't watch truck race. Um,
1: I clicked off of it for a different reason.
0: Jamie Little was
1: awful in the booth.
0: Oh, she's... I, she's terrible. She might be worse than my favorite guy, Vince Welch.
1: She's a hundred times worse. I mean, last year, the first time, and I grant it was her first time, but when she was doing the ARCA series at Daytona and she didn't call the end of the race, I mean, it's yeah. just... That's inexcusable. And she's she's gotten better, but she's just... Some people are cut out for it and some people aren't. She's you know. not. She's a great pit road reporter. I don't have any problem with what she says on pit road, but mm-hmm. she's just not a, she's not a, she doesn't need to be up in the booth. She doesn't need to be calling a race.
0: Yeah. Uh, I think, I don't want to sound sexist when I say this, but there's not many women that I've spent our time that I can say are good play-by-play announcers. I'm trying- Especially the like the host, not like the announcer, not the like... There's the best one is um, Doris Burke. Dor- Doris Burke, and yeah. she's not. She's not calling it. She's, she's just an analyst. analyst. But,
1: but she's the, a great analyst.
0: There's a woman. There's a yeah. There's a, a woman that does college football. Um, I know she's on like ESPN about. two. She is terrible. Yeah. She sounds like a man. First of all, she's like a deep voiced woman, and she's not good. I I there's not. I don't really know any woman that is a great host play by play in sports.
1: Yeah. It,
0: I'm not trying to be sexist. I'm just I don't saying. know
1: if it's, it takes a certain voice to do yeah. that. Um, you think about the great play-by-play guys, NASCAR, you got, you know, Mike. Alan Bestwick. Uh, Mike Joy. Well, he was the best. Alan. Um, and then you got, in, in football, you've got, you know, Jim Nance and, it used to be Al Michaels, um, Al Michaels, and and all these guys, and Joe Buck. Yeah, well, uh, like but, Buck, but um,
0: he's not bad. He's, he's not, not as bad as everybody else says he is. But
1: you know, it takes it takes a certain cadence, it takes a certain speaking style, it takes a certain knowledge. And I'm not saying Jamie doesn't have the knowledge. It's just sometimes in that situation when you're on the spot and you have to speak as you're seeing things, the knowledge doesn't come as quickly as you would like. Um, And like I said, some people are cut out for it. Some people aren't. I don't want to get too deep into it, but that's, that's why watching the truck race to me is kind of not hard to watch. Yeah. It's, 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 you can
0: watch it on, you can do what Shannon Sharp does. He watches all like football, basketball games on mute.
1: I can't do that. (laughs) You can't do that. I can't do that. (laughs) Why not? I've got to
0: know what's going on.
1: Yeah, like, especially a NASCAR race. Yeah, NASCAR, I think, would be impossible. If, if, you don't, if you don't watch it, you don't know why somebody's pitting. You mm-hmm. don't know why What's somebody's good? having a bad day. Yeah. You don't know why, unless you're listening to the radio. But, yeah, um, you could do that. Yeah, it's... Uh,
0: yeah, I think... Do you think you'd be a good host? Like, a good play-by-play host?
1: I don't think that... I, you're I think up I'm anal- too... Yeah, I, don't, I think I'm analyst. too op- opinionated. I, I can't... I think I would be good. I could do it. I think I would be about like Jamie. Like I could get it done, but I don't know if it would be entertaining to listen to.
0: See, I I feel like that is my like hidden talent is me would be me calling NASCAR races. Like a lot of shit that people say, and I know you do this too, but I feel like I do it more where I'll say something. And then the announcer say it like 30, 45 seconds later. Yeah, It's like, I just feel like I would be great. NASCAR. Call me up. Fox NBC. Give me a shot. Get fucking cars tour. Kevin Harvick, Dale Jr. I'll fucking call the cars tour race.
1: I'm sure Flow Racing is looking for. Uh, I'd be great at it, people. But I think uh, as long as you. Uh, I think my perfect role would be like a. All well the Toyota doesn't win. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Toyota's leading up by like, fuck. This yeah. fucking Toyota about to win the race. I think I, I'd be a good good analyst in that, on a NASCAR booth. You know. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of that, this week's broadcast the
0: best all year. Perfect. Best all year. I can't even. I don't think Clint said you got at least for Miles. He didn't say you're holding a pretty well, not once. I don't think he did either. Larry Matt gave you the strategy input. You didn't have Mike Joy having to try to explain that. And Clint Boyer was being Clint Boyer. Mm-hmm. When his when Clint Boyer's just having to be Clint Boyer and he does not have to
1: talk all the time.
0: Yeah, he's 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 pretty good. I thought the the broadcast is for both races in the Infinity and the Cup was great. You had uh Who'd you have in the booth? Joey and Kevin? Mm-hmm. They were good. They were very good with a uh, double A. I thought the bra. I can't really. like. Usually we shit on uh, Fox, but uh, I had no
1: problems. We've been saying for years they need to let Mike Joey get back in the booth. Larry Mac. I mean, yeah, Larry Mac. <laughs> Mike Joey needs to get out of the booth, to be honest. But, uh, you know, but. Yeah.
0: He wasn't. That, but like I said, he was pretty good this week. He didn't. Uh, yeah, when he doesn't have to. Because he doesn't have to
1: carry the broadcast when he got Larry Mack up there. And um, when you got that rotating cast, I'm sure it makes it difficult. But um, Larry Mack's got experience up there. He's the most knowledgeable guy in the sport when it comes to strategy. Um, And he's been doing it a long time. So um, almost as long as Mike Joy has. Uh, So...
0: Yeah, DBC, they, uh, they, I think I mentioned this last, or maybe somebody mentioned it on one of the podcasts I listened to talking about you really, it's not really that good of an idea to have two drivers and Mike Mm -hmm. Joy in the booth because all you get Mm -hmm. is the driver and you never, you never get the strategy or what the, the pit crews or crew chiefs are ever thinking because they're drivers. They've never known that type of ideas going through their mind of what might happen during a race so just you,
1: ask martin truex
0: yeah like you get a you get a crew chief up there you get a car chief, you get somebody that deals with strategy Ever has ever worked around strategy at a race you're going to get that from that person and that's why
1: i think NBC gets the job done better than fox because you got they steve latart who granted wasn't a you the don't like him best crew chief in the world and no. he's not the best analyst but at least you get the strategy, but. the strategy opinion, mm-hmm. and then you've got Earnhardt, which you know he's got and big ass spoilers. <laughs> he's got the opinion from a team owner and a driver aspect. He's got the driver aspect of it. He's an ambassador for the sport, so he's he's coming at it for three different angles. And you got Jeff Burton, who's a driver, and you've got his. He's like the what the council, the drivers' council leader. He's a so, mayor, baby. So he's got that going for him. Yeah. Then you got Dale Jarrett, Kyle Petty, all these guys that are all drivers that you know they all come at it from different different. And that's points the thing: you got
0: Kyle Petty, who is you couldn't be you couldn't find two different more uh, personalities between Kyle Petty and Dale Jarrett. Yeah, Kyle Petty's going to say some crazy shit.
1: Dale Jarrett's going to be nice to you.
0: Dale Jarrett's going to be nice to you and be right a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Kyle Petty, he'll be crazy and wrong half the time, but he'll be right. Entertaining. Uh, entertaining. Exactly. So uh, I enjoyed the broadcast this weekend. What did you think about uh, old uh, Bubba Wallace (laughs) this weekend?
1: That was great. He actually
0: had a great car. Or he had an okay car. He had an
1: okay car, and he's a terrible driver. Well, that's the thing.
0: That's the thing. I think he had a great car, and he was only running 10th with it. 12th, 10th to I mean, 12th. While his other what, Toyota We saw what the
1: other Toyotas did. To be fair, other than the Reddick Yeah,
0: his teammate Reddick was slower than everybody. All the rest of Toyotas. Yeah, switched. I mean,
1: Bubba ran in the back all day, got up there at the end or towards the end with the uh, sh- some strategy there. It was running like 10th, and then his crew member decided to go on to pit Road without a helmet. He was out of bounds. So he got sent Well, in no, back. he's trying to
0: grab a tire and he fell. But,
1: uh, you know, you've can't do nothing about it. Just no. run in the back. And I will say this, and this will come up a little bit later in one of the segments, but Brad was uh, 18th when that last caution came out, and he finished 10th. Uh, I didn't see Bubba working his way back up through there. So, uh, like, Yeah, but Brad, like Brad never got a penalty, though. That's what I'm saying. But, you know, there was plenty of cautions after. I think there's two cautions after Bubba's penalty. He yeah. had every opportunity to I, I work his way back up there, and I, it didn't.
0: I, I think he was the first car lap down probably probably where he finished probably i think he finished like 22nd or something but yeah. uh, he was like first car lap down um one more thing uh i saw a uh so i was getting off work Sun was it saturday or sunday when, whenever it was and uh i saw a guy in a toyota tacoma at the gas pump i was putting gas in my car and uh he comes out with a a bush light shirt on and kevin oh yeah. behind and i was gonna say something to him you know like hey i like the shirt not the driver or something but he uh he had a rough couple 45 seconds as i was watching him because he uh i guess he's single dad or whatever but he had his child in the car he's trying to grab his child and uh his hat flew off because it was windy as shit i think it was Saturday uh flew off his head went car behind him he's got his daughter in there he's trying to unbuckle her he's trying to fight walk around trying to find his damn hat walk back out damn door closes on him he's <laughs> like he was having a rough time i wanted to say you know talk to him and stuff but uh i didn't i was like man this guy's going through it right now he had a rough 45 <laughs> seconds shit about a ford just uh that's, that was his problem uh he uh he went and started i wanted to Try to give the Highlands podcast some love or whatever. Talk to him, but I felt I felt like that was not the right, yeah. right, right time. He'd have been like, "Well, okay, whatever, bro." Yeah,
1: have a but, good day. <laughs> yeah, have a good
0: day. But uh, shout out if you ever listen. Just know I'm. I remember you in the. I know who you are. The silver Toyota Tacoma with that little girl, Bushlight Kevin Harvick shirt on. Ah, uh,
1: little girl.
0: I wanted to say something to you, but I didn't. Hmm. But anyways. Uh give us a rundown for the race on oh yeah, uh Kyle Larson. One of my guys wins it, baby. Finally get to win. Should not have, but you know. Shoulda woulda coulda. Yeah. Um yeah, I, was, I mean, I was happy that Kyle won. He's my third guy, but uh I don't think he had the fastest car, but
1: racist.
0: <laughs> but he had uh he had the best car when it mattered and had the track position as Pit Crew did what they did in twenty twenty one to win him that championship. Uh was on point beat
1: uh, William and Christopher and Truex off. Well, board. he didn't have to. Well, he beat him off pit road, but he didn't have to beat William. Yeah, that's what I meant. Shouts out Christopher, Christopher Bell. Bell. We'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I got the rundown for you. Go ahead. Give it. Larson, Barry, Chastain, Bell, Harvick. McDowell, Logano, Bowman. Fuck Alex Bowman. Let's go,
0: five. One, two, three,
1: four, five in a row, bitch. Tyler Gibbs, Brad Keselowski. Tyler Gibbs, Martin Truex Jr., the third. Uh, Chase Briscoe, Eric Almorola, Kyle Bush. No show. Todd Gilliland, Tyler Reddick, Chandler Smithers. Great run. Great weekend for Chandler Smith. Lucky. Uh, Ryan Paris. Newman. Harrison Burton with a good top 20. That's his first shot twenty of the year, probably. Dennis Hamlin, <laughs> Corey LaJoy, uh, Bubba Wallace Jr. the third, Daniel Swervez. William Byron, Austin can't drive a car. Dylan, Damn, Ryan Blaney, wrong, um, Dylan shouts out to the pit crew, uh, AJ Allmendinger, Austin do no joke. Yeah, what's going on with the car? Both of them. Justin Haley, Christopher Buscher. <laughs> Eric Jones, Tyler yeah. Dillon, Anthony Alfredo, Cody Ware, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., the third, JJ Yaley, and Noah Gragson.
0: I feel bad for Ricky, man. He had a good top five. He was running top five early in the race yeah. for that cop ca- caution. And, Got uh, no gas in it. I think an oil line broke or yeah, I something. I think it was a brake line. Uh, brake line. and
1: They showed it well. on the broadcast. They took that wheel off during that first pit stop, and the brake was just shooting. Brake fluid out of the caliper, so I think a brake line came loose or something. Damn, that but sucks. uh, he was having a good run. Yeah, I mean, it was the first run of the race. We never know where he, he went, went from. Like, he went to finish last.
0: I no, he, think, he he he, I think he started like eighth or ninth and worked swept tenth, uh, fifth past. I think he was sixth. No, he's fifth. Was he? Yeah, he passed Kyle Bush, he passed Joe Lugano. Well, was terrible.
1: Joey was not great, Still. still. That's still good. None of the good guy, drivers most of the guys in the bottom half of the top 10 didn't finish in the top 10, but, um, fair, but, uh, it was a good race. I mean, yeah. What do you think about the racing at Richmond? Um, I think Eric gave it a 90. I, I, I think it was the best race of the year. Um, it was, it's either this or Auto Club, Auto Club was really but good. But I'm a, I'm a fan of the short tracks. Yeah. So I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go Richmond. I liked the Richmond race last year. And I think this was just a better version of that race. Um, I would have loved to have seen
0: real quick. It, mentioning that it had the most green flag passes since NASCAR kept up with that stuff since I believe 2005. It. I
1: believe it. it People were slipping, sliding, passing, tire all conservation. The it was great. Um, the literally there was. I do remember thinking like during the first two stages. I was like, "There's a fucking side by side battle on the track at all times." Yeah. Then I think there was a run right there towards the end after or before the 45 spun out during the third stage, it kind of got strung out a little bit and there wasn't mm-hmm. really a whole lot going on. Um And to be honest, I kind of but wish the a, strategy kind of had
0: you yeah. still intrigued. Like I who's going to pit, who's going to stay out, who's going to try to stretch it.
1: I kind of wish rest? the 45 wouldn't have spun out. Same as last week. I kind of wish there wasn't a caution at the end. Um You wanted to see that fuel run play out last week. You wanted to see the tire fall off play out this week. Who was we had, leading
0: it before at the uh, caution? Truex.
1: Yes. He had just passed, I think Josh Berry. I think Josh Berry was, Cause he was staying, on that yeah, separate strategy. He was staying out to the end. Him and Michael McDowell yeah, and Todd Gilland. Yeah. And I think there was an, no, those might've been the only three doing it. It was the only three, the only
0: three that yeah. actually it worked out for. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but, uh, which again, I will talk about that a little later, a little bit later on. Um, but uh, it was a great race. Like I said, um, I love strategy racing. I love conserve uh, conservation. It's why I love late model racing because you don't get a second set of tires. Uh, and a lot of model late model races, you gotta conserve for the first twenty five and go hard for the last twenty five. Yeah. Um. And uh, that's what Richmond is. It's what Richmond always has been. That's what it was last year. It's why I enjoyed the race last year. And the today was or Sunday was just a better. Example of that due to the lower downforce and comers and goers and the fact that, uh, the, uh, the strategy and the racing on the track were both intriguing. So, um, I thought it was an A plus, um, for, for racing, uh, just on the, on the face of things. The only thing that would have made the race any better was if Tyler did not spin out, I think it would have been better to, to watch that race go green to the end personally. Um, but you know, it ease what it ease
0: a plus, huh?
1: Yeah. Like I said, I think it was the best race all year. So, um, I don't know, like I said, other than Tyler spinning out at the end, I don't know how you make that race any better.
0: I'm giving the, uh, 90, so a minus or whatever that is now it's an A minus, I think. I love the race, man. Yeah, like I said, yeah, the most passes, green flag passes. I think had a track ever since they started counting that type of stuff back in like 2005 or something. Um, And you could you could tell like there were like you said, there was passes all over the track at all points for the most part. You had comers, you had goers. And and what makes this what makes this race better than last year's race is the fact that last year you kind of had two guys that dominated the whole race you didn't have as much passing you, you felt like you were just more people were stuck in where they were um cuz i remember last year Brad Chase Elliott and Chris Busher, they were up literally i think they were between like 11th and 14th the whole fucking race it felt like like they could never get up to the top 10 top 5 you had Danny and Harvick come at the end with different strategy that's what that's what only made the race kind of interesting at the end um with William and Truex, who I think they uh they only pitted once and then Hamlin and, and Harvick pitted twice, had first tires and caught back up to him and Denny won the race last year. This race you had Kevin Harvick, who was a contender. You had Denny Hamlin, who was the fastest car probably on the track. He's probably the fastest car all weekend between him and Truex, especially on the long run or Bell. Joe Racing was stupid fast uh at the end of the runs weren't that fast at the beginning. Hendrick, the Hendrick boys were the fastest at the beginning of the runs, like William and and Kyle Larson. Uh, but you just had more comers and goers. You had, like I said, you had Byron who was fast on a short run. You had, you had, uh, There's a pussy. <laughs> you had Truex who was fast on a long run. Yeah. Denny, who was trying to come from the back a couple of times out of money. It's a circus around here. And he doesn't close the door on her. Now Damn. she wants to get out. <laughs> but uh, anyways, what I'm trying to get at, you had more people that were contending for the race or was the fastest car on the track at certain points during the race. And it was interesting to see Denny trying to come from the back a couple of times. You had Truex, who was not good early, coming alive middle way through the race. Chris Fabell, kind of the same thing. He was fast early, but never, was, never could take the lead and then took the lead from 24. And you had the five who was fast up f- for a little bit. 24. I mean, it just had so much going on, and that reminded me of an old school NASCAR race. You know, you rarely did you see back in the now, don't get me wrong, there were some a lot, there were quite a few races that you had somebody dominate the race back in the day. But this race just felt like a, like a, that's why people love short tracks because usually you don't have that one dominant car that uh, can just lead every fucking lap. And this year was, was like that, or wasn't like that. You had multiple guys that were, Always okay, is he gonna be faster this run? Is he gonna be faster that run? Yeah, Truex's crew fuck up the strategy. Um didn't know it, but uh at the end when that caution came out, uh it screwed him. Uh he was probably gonna win the race, possibly, if that caution doesn't happen with Tyler Reddick. So and you had a little bit of controversy at the end with, with Bell and Ross Chastain and, and William Byron. Uh you just had everything that you want in a race. It happened. Um I give it a 90, not like a hundred. It's just the fact that he gets get strung out at stage three, like you said. Um, and you kind of had, uh, you had, you. And it, oh yeah, it wasn't a night race. That that deducts points from it as well. It should be a fucking night race. Um,
1: I'm okay with the first one being a day race. I think the second one should be a night race. Well, the problem race. is they're both day races. That's what I'm saying. If one of them was a night race, this one being a day race would not be.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't be as mad, but they're both day races. I don't know if we had to
1: have the... the I also earth. think one of them should be 500 miles, but... Has Richmond ever had a 500-mile No, mile but race? I think it should. <sighs> I think I think every short That'd track... That'd be a lot. I think every short track should have a 500-mile race. I think they should do a 600-mile or Bristol. Oh, well... 50 more laps? I wouldn't be... No, no 100 more laps?
0: Is it 50 or 100? It's a half-mile track.
1: It'd be 100. Because it's half a mile track, 500 miles... Well, no, it's not uh, even five hundred. No, 200, it's two hundred fifty miles. Two hundred fifty miles.
0: Good God, you have to run fucking twelve hundred <laughs> laps
1: around that bitch. <laughs> okay, I'm lying.
0: Uh, twelve hundred mile laps at well, Bridgeton. Br- Br-
1: I fed it. They should Br- do it.
0: Bridgeton. No, no. What'd you say? You said Bristol.
1: Bristol. Yeah. And I
0: said Bristol. Well, Bridgeton. they should do a
1: six hundred lapper at Bristol. I would be okay with that. And they should do a six hundred lapper at Martinsville. No stage breaks. One set of tires. Oh god! I'm just kidding.
0: Okay, I'm that'd boy, be a, that'd be a fucking yeah. shit show.
1: I'm I'm, I'm, I'm actually was, okay with the six, one 600 mile race.
0: Yeah, it's uh it's an A minus to say it's not a it's not a night race. I wish it was one of these races with a night race. And he got strung out on State Street a little bit. And
1: uh, I say, Chase Elliott
0: wasn't in the race, so it's never huh? gonna be an A plus race for me um, until he's back. It was better with him. And a then phone. Blaney sucked. He his pit crew fucked he him. Didn't he suck. He fucked. He fucked himself too because he got caught speeding on pit road earlier. Hmm. And then um, I know how
1: that goes yeah
0: and then uh this crew fucked them over again so uh is what it is but it's still a great race man i enjoyed it um hopefully the summer races like this we kind of were worried i remember we saying this last week about uh this race probably won't be as good as the summer race and if that's the case i can't wait for a summer race yeah because this was just about as good as you can get especially at richmond where over the years we've kind of had some boring races to most fans i know you enjoyed last year's i didn't enjoy last year's as much as you did, I enjoyed the summer race a lot more. I felt like there was more going on, but uh this was the most entertaining Richmond race that I can remember since twenty fourteen.
1: If every NASCAR race played out like this one, I would, I would be very happy.
0: And I, and I, I'll mention something real quick. So, so the problem is probably the ratings will go down. You know, It just you know from Daytona five hundred till summer it kind of goes down from basketball and baseball starting up and then when baseball kind of settles back down and basketball's over you might get some some more viewers as the summer goes on and stuff like that. So the on track product I think is is good enough. Like I think it's it's solid enough about everywhere we go now. Now I still want to see it. Super speedway needs some work. Yeah, Super Speedway sure needs a little bit of work. I think road courses are pretty good. Uh short tracks if we get this at Richmond and Bru- or Richmond. God dang it at Bristol, Bristol and Martinsville. Mm-hmm. In North Wilkesboro, I'll well, be happy. I'll be perfectly happy with that.
1: I'm super excited for North Wilkesboro now yeah. after I saw this Richmond Yeah, race.
0: especially with the, the, what, three seconds of fall off or whatever mm. they were uh, suspecting in the test there. So the so what NASCAR needs to do now is they've been focusing so hard these past six, seven years on trying to make the car better and the racing better. They tried to make it close quarters with that 550 package. Everybody hated it for the most part. They made this new car um, they put a little bit more horsepower back in it. Uh, took some downforce away at the short tracks and road courses. Okay, we got that. I won't say it's completely one hundred percent fixed, but it's it's good enough for right now. For definitely. And yet the razor is still going down. You know what Escobar needs to focus on now? What is that? Embracing their drivers. Oh! You have to. I've realized this back in the day. You had. You had drivers that had, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong, they were big name drivers Jeff Gordon, Tony Stewart, Dale Jr., Jimmy Johnson. But I feel like NASCAR did more to promote them, to get people intrigued and get uh, fans attached to certain drivers. You get them excited about certain races or certain, whatever it is, going to races. I feel like nowadays NASCAR does not do enough in promoting their drivers because, like, I feel like just nobody cares about any of these drivers um, that are an outsider. If you're a NASCAR fan already, then yeah, you care about certain drivers. You, you have you you care about certain aspects of the sport, certain whatever, certain teams, whatever it is. I feel like NASCAR just okay. We're going to pro- promote the race on Sunday. We'll do all this. We'll have a thirty minute race up now. Uh, Peacock, I think the only way you can have NASCAR America now. Mm-hmm. Like no, you, throughout the week, you don't have nothing that gets people excited to watch the race for the upcoming week, unless you're on YouTube, <laughs> like YouTuber, NASCAR YouTubers, like Eric Eastep, the Iceberg, all these guys are the only way to promote. They're and they're not even they don't even work for NASCAR. Like I feel like NASCAR needs to do better in promoting their drivers. If you get if you promote these drivers, get them out there, get them to audiences that don't really watch NASCAR anymore. Whether they're you know, I talked to a guy uh, this weekend about is an older kind of guy. He look, He's a Southern guy. He just started working at my work. And I was like, he looked like a, a, a Southern boy. I was like, hey, you you watch NASCAR? You know what he said to me? Uh-uh. I ain't watching it since Dale died. And I get that, that response a lot. Yeah. A lot. And I said, you know, I hear that a lot. He's like, yeah, I'll go to a race. This one to go to a race, but I just don't care about any of the drivers anymore. That That's my point. Like, you have to, you have to, it's not—I understand it's a certain responsibility for the teams and the drivers themselves to try to promote their brand, promote themselves. Well, but then themselves. they get
1: penalized when they do it.
0: Exactly. NASCAR, you need to be able—you you have to care about their drivers like they're, they're treasures, like you want their gold. You have to promote these, these guys because you're not going to get any more fans out there if you're just doing what you're doing right now. Because the car is fine, the tracks, the schedule—they work on the scheduling a lot, too— They've been doing so much trying to get the on-track product better mm-hmm. with the cars and the tracks that now that I think it's good enough, you have to start promoting your drivers again like they did back in the day.
1: Yeah, I don't necessarily disagree with you. The, the, the difference is, I think, between today and 2000 when NASCAR was, you know, arguably at the top of its game, you know, 2000, 2002, you know. When it was the most popular, late '90s, early 2000s, when it was, you know, growing like a weed, is that uh, number one young people's attention span is it non-existent? Um, you know, they can barely watch a fucking minute TikTok without getting bored. You know, scroll through it halfway. So, do you really expect somebody to sit down and watch 400 laps of Richmond? No, I mean, you can't. If you
0: get them to care, if they if they attach that's, somebody, a driver, they, I think they will.
1: That's that, And that's fair. You and I will. But do you expect, like, I don't know, your sister or your brother? Your brother grew up in the same household you did. He's what? How How much younger is he than you? Five years. Five years younger than you? What's his attention span like compared to yours?
0: Oh, it's, it's already over.
1: Exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's like, very short. It's just the way that the number one, I think, I think that's the biggest issue is that NASCAR has a, and all sports do. Baseball's having this problem. Basketball's ratings are down. Well,
0: baseball did something. They're shortening. They got and that. It's pitch not clock working.
1: Now. It's not working.
0: I heard the. I've seen the, the view of uh, the views, the, uh, the ratings have increased opening day from this year to the past couple years.
1: Sure, they've increased, but it's not anywhere near what it used to be, is what I'm saying. No, it's not. Um, young people are just not interested in sitting around and watching sports. They're not. I um, wouldn't say that's 100% true. They other, still watch football. Other than football. And and football is... Once football a, is football. You can...
0: I don't give a shit. You can compare football to NASCAR because they only play once a week slash race once a week. NASCAR... Granted, NASCAR's season is way longer. You know, but still, it's only once a week, and football is dominating. Mm-hmm. NFL and college football is the not even it's not even remotely close now to basketball. Like basketball's shit is drawing is dipping. Another baseball is dipping. NASCAR was dipping. It's 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 kinda, steadily.
1: It's I think it's getting back, but it's ne- it's never going to be. It's never going to be what it was in the nineties. It never will. Be. I don't. I'm not
0: saying it ever will be the same, but I think you can get close. To that, I don't think so. NASCAR, well,
1: you, NASCAR at that time period was rivaling the NFL. Yeah, But it's never gonna happen.
0: Well, the NFL is going crazy. I'm that's not saying, I'm saying it's saying. gonna get almost to the NFL, but I'm saying it can get it can get to the NBA. I don't think it can.
1: Well, that's because there's a lot of there's a lot of different BS to deal with. That there's politics, the know. NBA that's driving people I'm away not, from the just NBA. About, I'm just there's a about, bunch of shit that are driving. What I'm saying is, is NASCAR. For me, yeah, I care about ratings because I care about the health of the sport, but I don't care if people don't watch. I don't care. I watch. I enjoy it. If you don't like it, that's fine. You don't have to, but I'm going to watch it. The only reason I want the ratings to be good is because I want the sport to be healthy. I want money to be flowing in. I want... Because the more money's in the sport, the more competitive cars there are, the more competitive cars there are, the better the racing is. You said that twice. The better the racing is... (laughs) The better, everything, you know, it's just better for the sport the more eyes are on there. But I don't care if motherfuckers like it or not.
0: I don't care. More NASCAR fans mean more people are are intrigued or inclined to
1: listen to the podcast. Exactly. But, um, (laughs) you know, I think NASCAR is doing fine. I think they kind of fucked up. I think they've gone a little bit overboard with some of their decisions on road courses, street courses, and, and the like. And, you know, I think that they could do a little bit better, like you said, with Um, Fan engagement as far as, you know, getting their their drivers out there um, and not just, you know, maybe a a autograph signing here or there or appearance on a TV show. But I don't know
0: if you follow the F1 YouTube channel or not. I do. But they usually have every weekend or something during the week. They have videos of these drivers doing crazy shit. Mm hmm um at the race weekend or whatever you know having letting loose enjoying each other or that sounded gay but you know what i meant like just having a good time between the drivers and getting some of their off-track personalities when does nascar ever really do that they they don't they don't do that with those with their drivers like i think this weekend f1 they were trying to make some type of cake or something i don't remember exactly what it was but there's like six or seven f1 drivers they're trying to figure out how to do this shit, and it was it was entertaining. It it showed some. Hey, they're not just a driver; they're a person, just like you and me. Hey, I can relate to that. I've tried to cook that, or I've tried to do this. I've tried to hit a whatever they're doing. Like F one, they know how they know how to market their drivers better. Now, granted, there's only 20 of them to have to market instead of 36, but still, you just need a handful of drivers to market really hard, and you will gain more fans if the if people attached to those drivers in certain ways if you show if you show tyler reddick trying to i don't know make a pizza at, you know or whatever at a local papa john's or something or if, now i know sponsorship i gotta do all that shit or do you have
1: to have it hunt brothers
0: whatever yeah that or like i saw i saw a video of bo Wallace putting fries and people's mcdonald's orders or whatever but you don't ever see that in the mainstream of nascar mm-hmm. like that was just on bubble wallace's thing so if if nascar did more and pushed more to promote their cur- current drivers like i think daniel suarez would be great at doing something um like he would kind of be a, like a spokesperson of a how to make a an enchilada, and you, you have, have like racist. You have like you have like Ross Chastain Maybe and, his
1: favorite food is fucking. I'm just saying Kalimari.
0: Mexican cultured food. You have Ross. Uh, you have Dan Torres, and Everest you have Campoio. like four or five other drivers like uh, Ryan Blaney, Chase Elliott, <laughs> Kyle Larson, never heard of, uh, fucking Tyler Reddick, Bubba Wallace. They try to make a damn enchilada on a pre-race show or something. And they, you know, they show it and like, Oh, look at, you know, Bob a fucking idiot or whatever. or Ross. Oh wow. He knows how to make it. Whatever it is.
1: They do, they do stuff like that. I mean, they don't, they don't do it enough. That's fair. But here's the, here's the deal. Do you ever see Tom Brady making a fucking enchilada on Sunday NFL countdown?
0: <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't watch Sunday NFL no, countdown. No, but that's what
1: I'm saying. Like, you're never going to be the NFL. It's not gonna happen. I'm not saying there's the no NFL. reason there is no reason to strive to be something that you are never going to be. NASCAR should be content with what they are. And I think that's where NASCAR gets in trouble, is because they try to gain they try to outgrow themselves. Which I think the opposite. No, I don't think they do I, enough. No, I think they do too much. I I how? I, I, I okay, how about that I may be speaking out of turn here. What I'm saying is, I feel like they do the wrong things to grow. Okay, yeah. If you want, I understand every company needs to grow. That's the point. All right, everybody needs to make more money. I get it. But you know, there are certain things that NASCAR could do, such as, um, giving the fans what they want is is a big one. Uh, Because I guarantee you, if these cars had a thousand horsepower and they were slipping and sliding and wrecking, and these cars were hard to drive. And you still have were,
0: people complaining. They
1: were letting the drivers say what they want to say and letting fights go on a pit road. And if it was like it was in the nineties, it'd probably be more popular. Now, granted,
0: but you still have com- you still you would still have complaints. But you're never going to satisfy anybody. I'm not saying you got to satisfy everybody. I'm just saying you have to do
1: you have to change up something. You have to. How did we get on this conversation? I don't know. I'm just. You do realize we're forty minutes into this podcast and we're still. <laughs> we haven't talked about Richmond in twenty minutes. I know.
0: I'm just. I'm just. That just bothers me. I just. I just like the racing is good now. It's what I'm trying to get at. The racing is good, but the ratings are probably. Or oh, let me try that one again. <laughs> that was no worse. <laughs> or probably still going to slightly But minute. Minute. Um, the ratings are probably going to drop still. And it just bothers me now that, okay, NASCAR needs to start focusing on the name brands of these drivers, these teams again.
1: I guarantee you the second most race. You want to try that one again? (laughs) At least mine were words. It was just in the wrong order. What did I say? uh, The second most watched race this year will be North Wilkesboro. I, the guarantee, daytime, I, I guarantee. it will be. Oh yeah, probably. and you know why? It's because NASCAR is doing what NASCAR fans want, want. to do. And now I will say this: I don't think we're fans time, are always time, 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 wrong. Time, time, time again, or right, right you No, know, we're not always right, but we know what we want to watch. That's very very true. You know what probably will be the well? I, I may be wrong on this. You talking about the Chicago street The Chicago course. street course may be watched like it might be up there in ratings because people want to see what the fuck happens. And
0: it's Fourth of July weekend.
1: But it's going to be a I want to watch it because it's going to be a shit show. Ah, uh, no. NASCAR fans, I don't I I I have not heard one NASCAR fan that is excited to watch that race. I'm intrigued. I'm not excited. I want to I'm going to watch it cuz I want to see what happens, but I'm not excited for the racing that I'm going to see on the track. No, I agree. Because if they drive like they did at fucking Coda, those last seventeen fucking green yeah. white checkers, there's not going to be any cars left. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, we got off on a tangent here. We kind of need to continue on <laughs> yeah, to the, the next. So anyway,
0: <laughs> so anyways, uh, the only well, there's a couple controversies, but the the one that happened late in the race between Christopher Bell, Ross Jastain, and William Byron. So um, I think it was about 13, 14 to go after the Tyler Reddick caution
1: the the first restart yeah the well, first
0: the first restart um Ross Chastain gets a good run drives underneath Christopher Bell
1: at the start finish line
0: at the pretty much at the start finish line and um go, they go into one and Christopher just
1: Oh Flip, no! Flips
0: the fuck out. He just says like, "Oh God, I, the one's under me. You've I done need some to
1: shit. I would have done an Irish. Yeah,
0: I need to fucking go way up, or he overbraked, or something happened.
1: Way, way, way. And
0: up. he takes out the twenty four, of William Byron. Who? And after the race, uh, Christopher Bell uh, was asked about uh, this, uh, what happened, and Christopher Bell pretty much just says it was the one that damn wrecking ball." Put me three wide, Q-miley going letters. into one. Huh? Oh I said, yeah. Q. Miley Cyrus. Yeah. Uh, put me three wide into one, and uh, you know I kind of drove into twenty four there. Uh, just all the ones fault, not you know doing something stupid. I mean, he didn't say that quote for quote, but he pretty much said what he said. And then Ross comes back and says,
1: "Motherfucker didn't say shit to me. Walked yeah, straight he past me. He he didn't did, say
0: shit. Didn't say nothing to me. I made it three wide. Well, before we got into one, um, he gave me room, but it's not like I blew the corner myself. Or, I mean, he didn't say I that. held my line. I held my line, he, and he did. He held his line. And then William Byron, he's like, I don't give a shit what happened. I was pissed. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm upset. You know, it is what it is, though. And, uh dollars
1: on my neck is disrespect.
0: So what do you think about the situation here?
1: I think Christopher Bell being a little baby bag bitch. Um, I, I, I understand being upset if you get wrecked, but I don't understand... And I do understand being upset because somebody puts you in a bad position. But that is a... There's 12 laps to go. You've got Ross Chastain behind you. Number one, what do you think he's going to do? Number two, why do you react the way that you reacted? Because you should have expected that move to be coming. You had half a car length between you and Ross Chastain. You did not have to, you were on a, a line to make the corner. You didn't have to deviate from your line. You hear I mean, Ross was inside of him. He was, one. he was. And yeah. and maybe Christopher Bell's, you know, idea was he was going to dime in that corner a little bit and try to get a run off. Kind of hard to dime the corner. you got two guys to your outside. <laughs> what, uh, what I'm saying Christopher Bell. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, but he only had one on his inside.
0: No, if you look at the restart, I think it was, um, who was it? Was it Brad? That was kind of inside of, and then he kind of backed off as
1: Christopher. Maybe. But what I'm saying, I don't know what, what Christopher's idea was going into that corner. But number one, he should have expected Ross to shove it in there. Number two, he should have once once Brad, or once Ross was in there, just take the corner. You're on a line to make the corner. We've seen it all day. There's been guys three wide all day. Yeah. It's not I mean, I'm not saying it's not difficult, but you can make it. It's not four wide. Yeah, you can make it work. And I saw four wide at points, um, especially on restarts. But um, you can make that work. Christopher Bell overreacted uh, to hearing his spotter say, Ross is inside of you right now. And he figured that uh, Ross was going to wash up, I think. Ross never washed up. So um, he just, he moved up, got in. He made a mistake. Yeah, got into the 24, sent the 24 into the fence and, it is what it is. It's a racing deal. Ross did absolutely nothing wrong. It was 100 on Christopher Bell. Granted, Ross Chastain didn't put Christopher Bell in a good position, uh, but uh, Ross Chastain's job is not to look out for Christopher Bell. Ross Chastain's job is to get the best finish he can for his team, and that's what he did. And he wasn't dirty well, in doing
0: it. Well, okay, that's why about because people are gonna be like, "Well, you last week you said you gotta you can't just drive into." Court. Well, the problem is. This difference is this week he, he didn't he, he didn't wasn't, pay, wasn't he didn't do anything he didn't well. pay him
1: any favors no. no no he didn't take it easy listen, on him listen
0: you can make but it, you can make every move you want to out on the racetrack as long as you don't cause a big
1: wreck or something I don't give a it, shit what you do it'd be one thing if Ross drove in there and got into the twenty and then sent the twenty up the track right. into the twenty four Ross never touched anybody he held his line he made the that's corner
0: yeah he said that all day thing I don't think I touched anybody
1: no so, that's probably fast probably maybe uh, lie probably but, not but. You know, like I said, Ross made the corner, held his line, didn't touch Christopher. Christopher overreacted. Like I said, put Christopher in a bad position, but it's not it's not Ross's job to look out for Christopher. Christopher is in control of his own car and he made a mistake. And then Christopher got out of the car and made a mother, another mistake because he's in control of his own mouth and he ran it and mm-hmm. didn't know what the fuck he was talking about.
0: Well, I wonder if it's in a contract for the JGR guys. I saw a comment on this saying, what if it's a contract for Joe Gibbs Racing to just never
1: it be your fault? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I feel like it's all the time. The to Joe be fair, Denny
1: every now and again, Denny yeah, will. will admit when he's wrong. Turex don't. No.
0: Uh, Ty Gibbs rarely huh? does. He does, but then he'll do it again. Yeah. Uh, Christopher Bell never he thinks again he thinks he's he's perfect. He's the second coming of Jesus. And uh yeah, but I couldn't stand Christopher Bell. I was watching that interview because I watch I follow front stretch and they're at every race they get driver uh interviews uh after the race and stuff. And I was listening to Christopher Bell's interview. I was like, bro, you 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 can't do, yeah, that. do that! Christopher, man, I like you gotta take blame, man. The one did nothing wrong. And then he, he apologizes
1: on Twitter. To William Byron. To William Byron. Not Rost... After talking shit to Ross Chastain.
0: Not Rostifer Bell. <laughs> God, almighty, that's what I was about to say before you interrupted ah. me. <laughs> he didn't apologize to Ross Chastain. Right, Christopher... Which, uh, don't get me wrong. Chastain. William Byron deserves an apology. Because he just got dumped yep. for no reason.
1: But so is Ross Chastain. After that's a you ran your deal, mouth, though. That's a reason. deal. After
0: you ran your mouth. I don't get... So? I'm just saying... Like, we got to stop using. I feel like people now are using Ross Chastain as a scapegoat for every mm-hmm. incident if he's around it.
1: Yep. That's Ross's fault.
0: Yeah. Like, it, like, like Kyle Bush taking a shot at him last week. I don't know if the one ever got into the eight last week. I could be wrong. But, you know, Kyle Bush just talking about that. In, you know, like, hey, somebody by nobody did Some, something about nobody knows how to. What the fuck am I trying to say? Something about.
1: Racing with respect. Something yeah, right. R- racing over res- here doesn't know yeah, anything know about
0: shit about res- racing with respect or whatever. Like, r- did Ross ever touch you all day, bro? Like, he could have, and maybe I just missed it or whatever. But like, we gotta stop using Ross Sastain as as scapegoat. Now we can we can criticize Ross when he does fuck up, but when he doesn't and he's just around, something that happens. You can't blame him <laughs> on what happened, bro. Take some accountability, bro. Like, you're never perfect. Nobody's ever, nobody is ever a perfect race car driver. Every race car driver at some point is going to fuck up and spin somebody Not out. Not me. It okay. It's it's going to happen. Like, everybody has done it and everybody will do it if they haven't done it yet. It's just, it's just part of racing. The thing is, though, you have to take, that's just short drag race. You have to take responsibility for your actions. I keep, I feel like I have to say this over and over after an incident between some of these young drivers. Like, Chris Rebell, he, I've never, like he don't get me wrong, he's never really been in a controversy like this in the Cup series that I can remember. But it it was your fault, bro. It was your fault. Like you you can't just blame the one because he was there, around there. I get he put you three wide, but he was he made that move right after the start finish line. He had a run on you. It ain't like he had a run on he like it ain't like he dove it in into one when he was still behind you and then you're like oh shit i got it you know like you said he it was clean he ross held his on he made a great corner while your dumb ass was getting scared because the one you heard the one was inside of you, and you thought he was gonna wash up the track or run into you or whatever but he didn't so guess what when he doesn't do that it's your fault bro yep and uh saw what I, I have to say about that chris bell has got to stop Well, i ain't gotta stop i mean he's he can't Blame this you on Ross Chastain. Do that? He can't. He can't. But that will be our champion this year. So he yeah. needs to get that shit together.
1: You know who else can't do that? Who? Dennis fucking Hamlin.
0: We're not on Ross Test. Dast- We're not only you can't do that. I
1: know, but I'm just saying. Oh, this isn't gonna be my. You can't do the that. Denny's demise,
0: as we said in the intro. Yeah. What happened there, Riley?
1: Well, motherfucker was going to win the race and decided I don't want to win the race. He just said, fuck it. What about early in the race? I heard, I heard a uh, old Riley Embry picked me on the high line oh, this week. So I'm just going to fuck up.
0: What if he said that on his podcast today? I would flip my shit. I'd be
1: like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm fine with that.
0: You think you we know, get a whole I'm bunch thinking, of li- new listeners? I'm I think not, you would.
1: Yeah, you're right. But, um. They go from ten to he twenty. He would he would be buying the uh, the steak dinner. Steak well, would he? Yeah, it wouldn't be me. <laughs> um, but nah, he uh. So he dumps.
0: He dumps, He gets the, gets the best the, car most of the race. He gets he gets a spinning penalty early in the race. Sends
1: JJ Yeley Yealy
0: to heaven. Uh, and then he
1: drives his way all the way back to drives the Drives with no respect against JJ Yeley after talking shit about nobody he driving.
0: Squeeze away. him a little bit. There's no reason to dump him. That was kind of bullshit. But uh, it made it worse because we were in board or on board with him when he did. Yeah, it. he was
1: like, Yeah, look at that 11 car coming up there. Oh, oh, shit, we got a spinner. I didn't mean to wreck him, I just wanted to <laughs> rattle his cage a little bit. Rattle JJ
0: Yaley's cage. <laughs> I don't think anybody's ever <laughs>
1: that is he in driving history. the 18? The 11. Jason Leffler. Ah, rest in peace. Him. Oh, rest he is. Peace. He is, he is deceased.
0: deceased. Yeah, he is dead. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Then yeah. he drove his way back up the front. One stage two, mm-hmm. fastest car on the track. And then what happened?
1: Decided the uh, the picker decided for not to get the the right front on the car. Uh, mm-hmm. So they had the lost pick about the wrong way. Thirty five positions on pit road. Started working his way back up there, and motherfucker speeds on pit road again. Again, you, you pick- can't do that. You can actually
0: thank you because I won again. <laughs>
1: That's some bullshit. He should have won the race if if he didn't have any penalties, he'd have won the race. Yeah, the best car was on the right strategy, and uh, he's just that good at Richmond. I mean, he is very good. At he Richmond. won here last year in this race. Um, there's a reason I picked him because he was the favorite. I think. I think I told you that it was a stupid pick to pick Bowman. I thought you should have picked. Hamlin. He was my second pick. I didn't expect Hamlin to be on the board. I thought you were going with Hamlin. (laughs) It was Um, between Bowman,
0: Hamlin, and Truex, but I've already picked Truex once. so so,
1: um, He should have won the race, um, but this is an ongoing issue with Denny and his team. It seems like whenever they're in uh, an opportunity to win a race, they just fuck it up somehow. It's either Denny spitting on pit road once a fucking week or it's their pit crew fucking up. Yeah, they've got their own pit crew this year, so he can't blame it on the same things he blamed it on last year. Blame
0: it on the juice, got me feeling loose. Blame, blame it, it on, on I, that's what we should have sung.
1: Blame it on the uh, no, alcohol. Blame baby. it on the pit crew, baby. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> anyway, yeah, it's uh, it's. What do you think always, about the, him
0: with the J.J. Ellie situation?
1: He just flat dumped him. There's really nothing else to say. I don't know if he spoke on it. I didn't see anything. You know, I don't, I didn't see any quotes from JJ or so I, on the situation. I, I have. Okay. Um, Enlighten me.
0: Well, JJ just said, uh, it's funny that the guy preaching about respect goes out and does that shit to me. Facts. And there's like, the guy was like, it seemed like you were very upset after the caution. He thought about, you know, wrecking him or whatever. And he's like, yeah, I thought about it, but, uh, it did me no good. I mean, he's going to go out there and, uh, lead laps and stuff and he probably didn't care that he did or whatever so you know what comes around goes around and i was like if if
1: jj yaley wrecks him <laughs> like as he's trying to lap him or something this year i am going to lose my shit that would be the funniest shit i've ever seen
0: buy jj yaley i would, buy a I hat would or shirt or something rick
1: wear racing something so
0: rick Ware racing if you want some money be like the josh williams situation go out there and wreck that 11 no, yeah, car. J- especially on you- a track wherever
1: he picks next yeah, wreck him there yeah um darlington probably hey, um, about Darlington, but uh did you see the josh just a quick tangent here did you see any josh williams commercials on youtube josh by we- chance oh uh-uh. dude i got a josh williams commercial on youtube um about him parking it it's that new sponsor he's that's buying. all the yeah. new sponsor yeah there's a youtube ad i and it wasn't even a nascar video i got the ad on huh. i don't remember what it was but it's good to see Growing the sport. That's what I'm saying. Let your drivers have fucking personality. The sport will grow. So I doubt Denny
0: will. I don't, oh. His podcast hasn't come out. to... Yeah, it probably has, but we haven't. listened to it yet. So I don't know if. Uh, I doubt Denny's going to say anything about what happened with the 15 car. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I just over here the corner.
1: <laughs> yeah, probably. I I haven't seen it yet.
0: Um. But yeah, it's a uh, for me for Denny. This is. You nope, could,
1: it came out already. It's oh, it titled, has. This One's On Me.
0: Well, that's a... that's a That sounds reasonable, because it was on Denny Hamlin. So, this is... You could put this race in a microcosm of Denny Hamlin's career. Like, this describes Denny Hamlin's cup career. Alright, hold um, on. Time out. Oh. Well, time out as you... Go, what are you going to say? Alright,
1: so... The description of Denny Hamlin's podcast this week starts with him talking about, you know, Denny Hamlin, Jared Allen, this stuff. Then they talk about the football player. Yeah. Talk about uh, basketball. And then they're going to be talking about uh, why Hendrick won their appeal. Kind of. And then uh, which we've also got that. And then they also said um, he had a strong disagreement with his crew chief and what he would have done differently racing against J.J. Yaley and how his prepping for the penalty appeal next week. So he is going to talk about J.J. Yale. I guarantee podcast. you,
0: he will not say what he really wants to say because he wrecked that motherfucker. I think purpose. he's
1: going to say that he regrets the way he drove J.J. Yaley. Probably was not a, but he will not blatantly say, yeah, I wrecked him. On I purpose. think he's going to say, I didn't mean to wreck him. I'm in the
0: those cage. <laughs> I meant to get him out my fucking way. Cause I was way faster or something. Uh, but the, uh, this race can describe any Hillman's cup career. He was fast one of the top cars but he chokes again. I guess <coughs> like that's, that's Denny Hamlin's forte man. It, um, I know it's just a race a random race in Richmond in April. Of it. Yeah and you know Denny I don't think Denny can ever if he ain't changed now I don't think he'll ever will be able to.
1: Some people. Um, he, tra- he, just,
0: he just can't he can't, he can't seem can't to put it. it all together Um, at some tracks and at some situations out there on the racetrack. And uh it's funny that like you know, said, like what JJ Yailey said, the guy that's preaching about respect in the garage area and he does that shit to a back marker that uh squeezed it a little bit when you're trying to go three wide in the middle going down the front stretch at Richmond. You know, it's kinda, that's kinda that's kind of dangerous to do I, I mean I don't get me wrong, you're way JJ, faster.
1: JJ has a right to race you just like he has, everybody else. He
0: has a right. For that part of the track, as much as you do, it don't matter who you are, how fast you are, what team you drive for.
1: If that's the twenty, does he wreck him? No. If that's the seventeen, does he wreck him?
0: Probably. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't know. We don't know. I don't think so. Then think-
0: he was mad because he got caught speeding on pit road, and then he gets a squeeze after the restart shortly. By the fifteen, and he just fucking overreacts. Yeah, I- he pulled a. Uh, I don't. Think he, he pulled a tie Gibbs. I
1: don't think he pulls that move on. Somebody that has a competitive car,
0: maybe not. We'll never know we'll, for for the time being. <laughs> but uh no, nah, just Denny. He's got a. That's just who Denny Hamlin is. He's fast most of the time. Gets a hack. But how many races has he won the past couple of years? A couple. He ain't won a whole lot of races.
1: To be fair, Joe Gibbs had won a lot the past couple of years.
0: Last year, they how many races they won? Denny, I think, won the most races. Denny had
1: a couple. He had like three. 2X1, one one. No, no, he didn't win. didn't win at all.
0: 18-1-1.
1: The 18 won the dirt race. The 21-3. They probably had five seven, five seven. seven, somewhere in there.
0: I think Denny had three. Chris had three. And then um Kyle had one yeah. at Bristol Dirt. Which so that's seven. That's low. Racing,
1: that's low. That's low. They usually win half the races. 2021.
0: Oh. I th- I know Denny and Tricks from championship four. Like five. But you remember that Denny Hamlin, I don't think he won a race up until Darlington.
1: The yeah, but he that. won one in the playoffs, too, though.
0: He won a couple, and then Truix won like four.
1: Yeah.
0: And then yeah. 18 Bell won like had, two. Bell
1: had the Daytona Road course. Yes, yeah, so around nine,
0: ten. So it's been going down. 2020, I think, yeah. that's when Hamlin won like seven, eight races. Yeah. That's when they were good. But d- Joe Good Racing is declining as far as wins go. They were stupid fast, like I said at the intro or whenever. They I should have it. won. The they season. should have won the race.
1: Either the 11 or the
0: 19. The 19 should have Even the 20 was stupid fast. He was the third best. Uh he was he was probably the most even JGR car, yeah. I would say. Not super fast, not and short, too, no not, not super, super fast on a, the Yeah, long but he line, but was but very there, solid. Yeah. So just Denny Hammond, like I said, this is nothing new to him. He's he's I'm used to seeing him do this type of shit. Just fast cars, but execution and wise. <laughs> fast cars are but he just can't execute whether it's his team whether it's him I can't like tail, I, saw stat, I saw a stat I saw a stat last year about Denny and how many pit road penalties he's had compared to the next person and it's not even fucking close
1: it's literally every week it's know? I swear I think Brad's probably second but.
0: probably especially at talladega yeah, <laughs> but Denny I don't know what can change for Denny for him to stop doing this I think he's just who he is he he tries so hard especially on Pit and Road apparently. Is. Doesn't it doesn't matter. It doesn't even matter because you're <laughs> on the fucking back. But
1: uh,
0: yeah, just uh, I'm glad he did it because uh, he probably had the best car and I would have definitely lost this week.
1: I should have got two points instead. Uh, of I lost one. Three point swing. It is. Bang! Bang! Steph Curry from way right downtown. <sighs> Damn it, Denny. <laughs> you can't do that. You
0: can't do that. You can do that. Keep doing it, Denny. you going to pick him this week? No. No. Okay. Anyways, uh, we had some news drop. As soon as we got done with the podcast last week, oh boy, podcast last week by Rick Hendrick and their appeal with their hood lures from Phoenix, they won that damn thing. As Denny Hamlin's podcast said, kind of. Yeah. So uh I'm going all four drivers get all their 100 points back, get their playoff points back. But the I think the fine stayed. The fine and the crew chief suspension, suspension
1: stays, but not the points.
0: Yeah. So what do you feel about that situation?
1: I'm going to save my rant <laughs> for a little bit later on. How many of you can't do that, that you got this weekend? <laughs> all uh, of them. I told you I had a list. Jeez, you can do mine for um. Me. So, and there's one I haven't even talked about yet that I'm I'm going to mention. Uh but Carlson all, No. <laughs> I agree with what he did. He didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. But um, uh, congratulations to Hendrick. Um, there's really not a lot to say other than that. I mean, Hendrick went in there. They won their peel. kind of. They got the most important part back uh, because I guarantee you um, regular season championship, having all four cars in the top 16 um, is going to net them more than $400,000 at the end of the year. Yeah. Uh, so they're going to get all that money back. Um, so good for them. Um, if I'm Justin Haley, I've got a huge smile on my face right now. If I'm colleague, I've got a huge smile on my face right now. Now we're going to have another issue if uh colleague loses therapy. Well, yeah. Yeah. If they, if they if they don't get their points back, is going to be big pissed. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, I've got a little bit of a, a rant for – Um, the appeals committee a little bit later on. But uh, NASCAR did what they should have done. They penalized them, as the rule book says. Uh, Hendrick, don't blame them for appealing. I would have done the same thing. Somebody gives you uh, um, a penalty, you fight that shit tooth and nail, even if you know you're wrong, because you're likely to get a little bit of it reduced, if not all of it. Hendrick, like I said, got their points back. They still got to pay $400,000, $100,000 for each car. Each of their crew chiefs are still suspended for four weeks, uh, but they don't give a shit about that stuff. Those crew chiefs can call the race from Charlotte. Um, Their car just won the race. Uh, Those the twenty four and the five have been the two fastest cars all year. Uh, They're not missing a whole lot when it comes to that stuff. So as uh, as far as the penalty goes, all the important stuff got dropped. Hendrick got what they wanted uh, to get out of the situation. NASCAR uh, doesn't seem to. be too happy about that situation because the the biggest deterrent uh, was not upheld, um, which was the, the points penalty. So NASCAR is not happy about that, but um, you know, it is what it is. Alex Bowman's back leading the points. I believe um, all four Hendrick cars are uh, up near the front. You know, two of them got wins uh, so far. Uh, William Byron's got two wins and, and uh, uh, Larson's got his first win on the year. Uh, Bowman still hasn't won yet, he's probably going to get one the way he's been running. Uh, Chase will get one when he gets back. Jo- Josh Berry just ran second in that car, so um, things are looking up for Hendrick. Uh, you know, you thought it was going to be kind of an uphill hill climb for the Hendrick boys uh, the rest of the year, but uh, doesn't seem like it's going to be that since they got those points back. No, and I,
0: I talked about it. Like I said, the briefly after the episode ended with just me. I'm. I mean, I am happy that the, you know the the drivers got their points back and stuff because I'm sure they didn't know what was going on. the The problem I have, yes, I'm sure about that. The problem I have is it's either I think Larry Mack mentioned this on the broadcast this weekend when they talked about it briefly. It's either a penalty or it's not. Like I feel like the the committee's like. Yeah, you kind of did something wrong, but because you didn't race with it or qualify with it, we're going to give you your points back. No, that's not how it should really work. I feel like you either keep the penalty the way it is or you get rid of it completely. Like, I don't feel like you should take half of it away. Oh, they did this. Well, we don't think they did this right. So I think this was too much. So we'll give the points back. but We're going to keep the fines and the suspensions. You can't. You can't kind of be in the middle here. I feel like you got to be one end or the other. You got to be on all on Hendrick's end or all on NASCAR's end. And for you to kind of be it in the middle where you kind of give the penalty, you give the the points back, stuff like that, and then you still keep some of the other stuff, like that's kind of just bullshit. It opens up the opportunities for this to be a pre- precedent. Preced- I don't know why I can't ever say that word. You're dumb. Uh, That's what it is. Clemson fan. Ah, okay. Uh, No, I just, I don't agree with it being kind of half and half here. It's kind of like coffee. It uh, should not be like coffee. It just, uh, uh, I just wish it was more clear on what the rule book and now what will go forward. Because now you have somebody cheating, quote unquote, with not a hood louver, but let's say a suspension part. In the back end or something. And they, NASCAR revokes this before qualifying or something or whatever, before the race starts Um, during Pocono or whatever. You know, I feel like the appeals panel is you're going to know what's going to happen because if you don't do this, then you're going to be like, why did Hendrick get all their points back and stuff? But you didn't give it to fucking... Let's say RFK does this shit, you know, because we've already had a history with RFK. Let's say the 17. Oh, you mean this. when they
1: didn't get their points back? Yeah.
0: So I'm saying like, what was the difference between that and this and why was it? Okay.
1: Yeah. You kind of did cheat, but Hendrick has gotten points back on every penalty they've been ex- uh, given. Byron got his last year. They got his points back. It was just a fine. When well, that was a racing. That was a racing incident. They took the points away. I know. I'm. Just, I'm. I'm just saying. So, I, all four I cars got a hundred points back on this one. I would
0: like to. I would I'll like to this. know more why they why it was just more half and half than it was just fully on or fully money. taking away everything. Money, money, money,
1: money,
0: money, money. That
1: one. money, last money year, money, money, money. Last year on the. Uh, william byron penalty one of one of the uh the key members of that uh, appeals panel was a was a guy uh that owns a chevy dealership in the upstate of south carolina Kevin and, Whitaker? and might also own the greenville pick speedway or used to uh, still does technically they haven't sold it yet mm-hmm. um Kevin Whitaker was on that appeals panel last year. Um, Big Chevy guy. Don't know if that has anything to do with it, but uh, he was on the appeals panel last year. Don't know for a fact if he was on it this year. Um, But it's funny that the Chevys always get their uh, penalties reduced and uh, the Fords and the Toyotas don't. (laughs) That's all I'm saying. (laughs) I mean, I, I, I got done for you. I have no Kevin idea. Kevin Whitaker's a piece of shit. I hope he listens to it. He's fucking ruining racing in the upstate of South Carolina as it is. Um, but uh,
0: I have no, I, I don't know enough details for me to comment on that. I have no idea if that's really what's going on. But if it is, that's disgusting. Uh, it's not how it should be. I would just like consistency. and I'd like either you put the hammer down or you drop the hammer. Well, either way, I guess you're letting go with the hammer. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you're going to drop the hammer on and keep the point and keep everything. Okay, cool. Well, or you'd be like, nah, this is bullshit. We're taking everything away. I thought it should be one or the other. You can't. When it comes to appeals, you can't be half and half. You can't be, oh, well, it's kind of like this, or it's kind of like that. No, damn it. That's what an appeal's for. An appeal is for you to either agree with the one side. was penalty or it wasn't. It's either you to agree with one side or agree with the other one. Agree with the defendant or agree with the plaintiff. One or the other. So I don't like the decision for kind of doing half and half. I don't know how many times I've said that, but it gives Hendrick a uh, new life. Alex Bowen was the points leader. William Byron, I know he got wrecked, so he's probably... Probably down like the third or fourth, fifth in points now. He's still got a chance to win the regular season championship. And he, as fast as he is every week, he's got a good chance at doing that. And Kyle Larson winning it, you know, he's locked in the playoffs now. He's probably up to about seventh in points now, sixth in points. He's got a great chance of winning the champ, uh, regular season championship as well. So give new life to Hendrick. Now, I don't know if Carl was very upset with the. Uh, as they should have been. As they, yeah. You know, uh, oh, they can be upset, but if it'll. So let's say this. Now, let's say the appeals panel gets with, or get, gets with, Good Will Hunting rabbits gets rid of everything. No points penalty, no playoff points, no fines, no cruelty suspensions. Would you have been more okay with that?
1: Yes. I agree. It was either a penalty or it wasn't. And like I said, I will get into this
0: okay. later. But it's new life to Hendrick. Uh, uh, the nine actually has a chance in the owner championship again um, that we didn't okay. think was going to be a possibility. Uh, but now they do and uh we'll just see how it goes from here. I, I'll be interested to see the next time somebody gets, and another thing, like you said, if caught with colleague, if their shit gets stayed or, you know, revoked or not revoked, but you know, is their penalty is upheld. Then we got even a bigger problem. Cause what I was informed with is that their pony was exactly the same as the Hendrick penalty. So if they don't get, uh, their points back and stuff for the 31 car then we got a serious problem on our hands
1: yeah I don't disagree but uh, like I said I will give a little bit more explanation later on in this episode stay tuned but uh, right now commercial break we gotta hit that button attaboy attaboy
0: attaboy (laughs) Alright, <laughs> who's your attaboy this week there, Raleigh? Uh,
1: attaboy going this week. <sighs> Two. I hate to say it. Ty Gibbs. Now, it's not based just on this week. How can you not give me to Josh I See, I thought about it, but I knew you were gonna go there. So I'm going outside the box here. Um... I'm giving it Ty Gibbs. Um, rookies historically struggle in NASCAR to begin with. Um, these cars are... you're Tony Stewart, Benny
0: Hamlin, yeah. Chase Elliott.
1: Yeah. Pretty much. Those are about the only ones uh, that had, you know, successful runs their rookie year. Um, Jimmy Johnson. He won, like, two races in the rookie year, but... Um, he had a chance to
0: win the championship as rookie yeah, year. Yeah, but
1: so did everybody else. Um, that was a Winston Cup style. What ah! bullshit we got now? Um, I that? just pinched my finger. Uh, anyway. Oh, that now um, <laughs> That's what it sounded like. Um, anyway, I'm giving it to Ty Gibbs. Not because he finished ninth this week, but three top tens in a row for a rookie. Um. Especially when the Toyotas haven't been the fastest cars. Um,
0: yeah, they weren't the fastest cars this weekend.
1: Yeah, they were. But, you know, he's a rookie. You know, you don't, and especially Richmond's a rookie's nightmare. You know, is, they, they don't usually do well there.
0: Didn't Tony Stewart win his rookie year, Richmond? Maybe, Was first dude, it's like
1: 1904 when that <laughs> happened. I don't fucking know. Um, but, uh, you know, he's been quietly getting better. This year, I kind of started off a little rocky at the beginning of the year. And, um, you know, he's not the fastest guy out there, but you know, and he, he's not really in contention to win races yet, but he's, um, he's getting there. He's I'll getting, some, he's getting, he's getting to the end of the race, which is the most important thing for rookies to run all the laps. He's not running into anybody. You do, you know, a rookie, um, you're not supposed to hear their name, you know, Um, unless they're competing for the, unless they're up there at the front. Uh, If you hear a rookie's name and he's running 25th, it's probably not a good thing. So Mm -hmm. um, the less you hear about Ty Gibbs, the better, Um, especially this year. Um, Just hope he uh, continues this, this strong run of, you know, I mean, I hope he does, but I I like to see the fact that he's not being an asshole. He's not being typical Ty Gibbs. So that's kind of why I'm giving him the, uh, the attaboy this week is because he's had, three straight reeks of top tens, which never happens for rookies really. And, uh, he's done it the right way. Um, being patient, not really running anybody over, just giving what the car and the track gives him, um, putting his team in the best possible position, which is all you can ask for. Um, so that's why I'm giving Tyler Gibbs, the old attaboy. boy.
0: That's a good one. My, uh, boy this week is going to, well, I'll get, I'll give you my, uh, Honorable mention. honorable honorable mention. This week is Ch- Chandler Smith. Uh, man, he had he won his first career race in the Xfinity Series on Saturday, and he didn't have a great car on Sunday. But he never gave up. The team fought all day, and he got a top twenty. Finished seventeenth at the end of the race, which is a hell of a finish for his first career start, especially at a tough track like Richmond, like you said. It's usually a rookie's uh, worst nightmare, especially when it's your first career start. So for Chandler Smith to keep his nose clean all day, never heard from him all day, came up there and we saw him fucking finish 17th at the end. Great, great weekend for Chandler Smith. I think he's a uh, future star in the cup series when he gets to that point in a couple of years. Um, hopefully he'll join a Chevy or a Ford because <laughs> I do not want to see him in another Toyota. He was in Toyota in the truck series. Let's keep it Chevy or Ford from now on for Chandler Smith. Uh, I think he probably might take over that 16 car in a couple of years when if AJ keeps on running like he's running, cause he's running like shit this year. So, uh, take out. Yep. Um, yeah. So, um, uh, that's my honor to mention. I had a boy this week is obviously going to Josh Berry, mm-hmm. Nine car. He ran good in the Xfinity race thing finished third or something in the Xfinity race. And he comes in and, and tops it on Sunday. Now, granted, he did not have a top five to top 10 car. I don't think, but his crew chief, the interim crew chief, got on a kind of different pit strategy. He did what Chris Buescher did in 17. Like I said, I don't know what happened with Chris Buescher in the 17 car, but they did the same strategy, and
1: they... <laughs> what the
0: hell? <laughs> and they, uh, they made it work. You can't do that. Yeah, you can't do that, Riley. Um, they made it work, uh, and then they got lucky with a caution with that Tyler Reddick spin. Uh, they were staying out, hoping for a caution, and they got it. And then the non-pit crew did a great job on pit road. Got him out second when he I think he was running like third or something. And he challenged Kyle Larson on the restart both times. Just couldn't couldn't quite get enough. And I I think that's just an experience. Uh, he did a hell of a job holding on to second. I mean there were some fast guys behind him with uh, equal tires, but uh, guys that are way more experienced in this cup car than he is, especially at Richmond and uh, for him to hold on a second and get a second place finish for that nine car was incredible. I'm happy for Josh Berry. Uh, his time's coming to an end on this nine car. He's got probably a couple more weeks before chase comes back. So uh, he's got to impress people why he can, if he wants to get a cup ride in the, uh, in the near future. And I think he did exactly that. So uh, boy uh, Josh Berry, hell of a job running my nine team to a second place finish. You're not baby. a
1: fan of the team. You're a fan of the driver. You say that every week. It's
0: Jeff Gordon's old team. I love the team. That the fuck you talking about, dudes? I think. Uh, what? How'd that feel? Run your damn microphone in your shoulder. Felt good. Well, good. Harder. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Uh, you can't do that.
1: <laughs> Week's segment of You Can't Do That. You can't do that. Who can't do that this week? Ty Dillon, Cody Ware, Daniel Suarez, Carson Josevar, Denny Hamlin, Noah Gregson, Jesse Wuuji, Fred Davis. You can't do that.
0: You can't do that. I'm going first for you. Um. (laughs) This set is falling apart.
1: I fall
0: apart. I fall
1: apart.
0: I saw a commercial. Um. I think it was about some type of crime series. Like NCIS or something. Or maybe something. Something. Ham sandwich. Uh. They were playing uh, the background music. Guess what the background music was? The Island. What a wicked thing to play. I, and I saw it after we did the podcast I stuff. Know.
1: Yeah, but I've, I've
0: seen that before. Oh, have you? Yeah. Okay, well, I haven't seen it until I was like, what God a wicked
1: dang. thing to do.
0: What a wicked thing to say to make me feel this way. Oh, right. Gonna fall in love. Okay. Anyways, you can't do that. You want me to go first? Yes, you, to... you
1: go first. I've got a rant.
0: I got. Okay. Well, my you can't do that. I'm what? I thought South waiting. Going to Bush and Heiser, but not facts. <laughs> yeah, facts. That's a. You'll figure it out. Look on the internet. You'll you'll find it. Look up Bud Light. Yeah, look up Bud Light. You'll find it. Just fucking stupid. Anyways, my you can't do that from Richmond is going to Jeff Mendering and that 18 Xfinity team of Sammy Smith on Saturday. These motherfuckers
1: probably had the fastest car. We're going to stay out right here. Oh, huh? We're going to stay out right here. Just stupid. Stay up. Don't piss. So they
0: had a competition caution. He started like third or fifth or something. He drove his way up to first. Was leading the fastest the, car on the track fastest far. car in the track by far.
1: In the track. Not even tra- on it. He, he was, was he in was, that He was so fast, he, he was in so it. He had so much grip, he was in the track. He was in it. <laughs> 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 oh, why did
0: that get me? I don't know. <laughs> He was he was he was hooked he was hooked up. And, <laughs> he was hooked up. And for some reason on the competition cars, they ran 30 laps. This is Richmond. This ain't fucking
1: you run a green flag lap your pit.
0: Yeah, pretty much. It's about, about like old Atlanta. Um and they're like, you know what? Him and the 20 car, John Hunter Nemoche. They are like, no, we're gonna stay out and save his head tires. On the restart, they get gobbled up. They go completely. If you if you, <laughs> you want to know how much tires mean at Richmond, go watch that restart after the competition caution at Richmond on Saturday. They got eight up. And to be fair, I will say this: Sammy Smith did get outrun by John Hunter Nemechek enough to where John Hunter got the free pass after the end of the stage, and 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 uh, Sammy Smith didn't. And they just didn't have any cautions, but. This 18 car was literally a lap down the whole fucking race up until... And he like, was the fastest car on
1: the track. Yeah, uh, almost. I mean, I, I mean, think he had passed up to like 13th yeah, on the fucking track. It was more than was like 6th. Uh, it? yeah, it?
0: Yeah, he passed uh, Justin Allgaier on that last run before the, that last caution came out where he finally got back on he a He was going
1: fucking... If the caution didn't come out, he probably would have unlapped himself.
0: And eh, maybe. But, but my point is, the 20 car, I think, was a little bit faster because the, the 20 was able to pass him on old oh. tires and um the 20 got the free pass after the end of stage one so yeah that was on sammy smith's part but the fact is he shouldn't have been put in that situation jeff mendering and that whole pit crew fucked him over the whole race because he had a top three uh truck he had a top three car he definitely could have contended for the win like john hunter did um so jeff mendering just fucked sammy smith over i can't imagine being in that car the whole Pretty much the whole just, race being a lap down, knowing you got a top three car.
1: Yeah, and you're just passing people and for no mean, reason. Doesn't mean anything.
0: Doesn't mean a damn thing. And you had such long green flag runs that he would be the first car lap down after the restart, but it would go so long that he the leaders would start lapping other drivers and he yeah. couldn't catch up to them. Yeah. So uh, you can't do that, Jeff Mendering and the 18th Cincy crew. You can't do that. And you fucked over Sammy Smith, and uh, you know I didn't mind seeing it. You know, fuck Toyota, but uh, that was some bullshit. I know I'd have been. Very upset if I was Sammy Smith.
1: All right. Well, that's, I thought about that as well. Saturday, while watching that race, that was, yeah. at that point, yeah. what I was going was gonna to pick as my you can't do that moment of the week. Um, but there were several during Sunday's race that I thought about. So we're going to give good, you... Cause I don't have any. Going to give you a quick rundown. <laughs> uh, number one uh, was... Uh, I thought about giving it to Brad Keselowski in the six team again. Oh, the strategy, the strategy again was fucked, big fucked. They got lucky, um, you know, that they ended up rebounding and finishing 10th, but you can't be in the middle. You can't be, you can't do that. You can't be in the middle of the strategy. They didn't pit short pit and they didn't run long. They're right in the middle. And they're 18th when the caution come out. They would have finished like fucking 15th if the caution didn't come out. Um, so again, Matt McCall, bad, bad tire strategy there. Um, I'm bad. They ended I'm up bad. getting lucky at the end. Um, I also thought about giving that you can't do that to the uh, Denny Hamlin slash Denny Hamlin's pit crew guys. Um, if you got the best car, you don't have to gain shit on pit road. You just have to maintain. And uh, Denny's trying too hard on pit road. Crew, uh, the crew's not doing what they need to do during the pit stop. You end up finishing like 25th or whatever it was, 22nd. Um, so Denny, your pit crew, you can't do that. But now time for the rant.
0: I have no idea who this is because you've named almost everything. Really? That- it's
1: going to the NASCAR appeals crew. Oh. How the fuck do you rescind a penalty, but you don't rescind the penalty? Okay. How? How? It's either a fucking penalty or it isn't. It doesn't make any sense. Did the motherfuckers violate the rules? Yes. You said yes. Read the rule book. What does the rule book say? If it is an L2 penalty, it is 100 points and $100,000 and a full rate suspension for the crew chief. (laughs) That's what it says. So did the motherfuckers violate the rule or did they not? Did they modify a single source part? You asking me? What do you think?
0: (laughs) I think that, yeah.
1: Yeah, they did. You know why they did? because NASCAR said they did and the NASCAR fucking appeals panel said they did. (laughs) But for some reason, every Hendrick car gets 100 points back. (laughs) NASCAR, credit to NASCAR because they gave him the fucking penalty. Credit to NASCAR. Like I said a couple weeks ago, I didn't think NASCAR would actually give Hendrick that penalty, but they did. They did their job. But the NASCAR fucking appeals panel comes out of nowhere and says, you know what? Fuck your rules. I don't give a shit what NASCAR says. I don't give a shit if you're the sanctioning body. I don't give a shit if you guys write the rules. I don't give a shit if you guys enforce the rules. We're going to do whatever the fuck we want. Fuck you, Brad Keselowski, for doing literally the exact same thing last year. Front (laughs) row. You're going to get the 100-point penalty. Fuck you, Front row. Michael McDowell, for doing literally the exact same thing last year, Kevin you're going to get the 100-point penalty. Fuck you, Kevin Harvick, for doing the, literally the exact same thing last year, you're going to get the penalty. But Kevin, I mean, but fucking, uh, whatever the fuck, Rick Hendrick, he, he does that shit. His fucking drivers do it. What do they get? They get their fucking penalties back. You think Rick Hendrick gives a fuck about $400,000? That motherfucker rips his ass with $400,000. is a fucking drop in the bucket to Rick Hendrick. He don't give a shit about that. Do you think he gives a fuck about Alan Gustafson and the other three fucking crew chiefs, whatever the fuck their names are? Do you think he gives a fuck about them getting suspended for four races? No, because his asses are shitting in fucking Concord, North Carolina during the race in Richmond. And they're on the fucking phone or the goddamn headset with the guys that are on top of the crew box. And they're the ones calling the fucking race. They're just a fucking mouthpiece. They're the ones talking to the driver, telling them what fucking Alan Gustafson's got to fucking say. That doesn't affect them at all. You know what does affect them? All their fucking points. It's bullshit.
0: How many cases of Bushlight can you buy for $400,000?
1: A bunch. (laughs) A bunch. That's bullshit. I've never been so fucking upset. I'm upset. When you first texted me and said, hey, just letting you know, we just got done with the podcast, but just letting you know. I called you. Yeah. Hey, guess what just happened? Hendrick got their fucking penalty rescinded. I thought the whole thing was rescinded. I thought that I they did, did not. I, I did too. I thought that they did not violate the rule, which if they didn't violate the rule,
0: great. I, I figured. Great. Yeah, I figured, it, hey, Hendrick was like, okay, cool. They got everything back. Yeah. And then, you know, after I, after I told you about it and recorded I was like looking into it. I was like, oh, shit, wait a minute. They're or they're, they're they're Did they do astounded? it or did they not? They're they're." Their fine is still upheld? What? What?
1: If they violated the fucking rule, the penalty should apply. If they didn't, none of it should apply. It's fucking stupid. It's dumb. NASCAR has lost all credibility, and it's not any of their fault. About to say it's not even their fault. It's not even their fault. The appeals panel has fucked NASCAR. Because when NASCAR makes this penalty next time, and whoever it is has an excuse, well, uh... Well, this happened and this happened. That's why we modified our parts. Oh, okay. Well, you can have your points back. Great. You think you'd pay $400,000 to get 100 points? I would. Each team? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That's only $100,000. You think Roush wouldn't, wouldn't pay points? that shit right now? If Roush got 100 points right now, they'd be fucking first and second in the points. Say like, what now? I'm just talking out of my ass. Oh, okay. But I was like, what? It's it's dumb. It's okay, that, but- that, that bullshit's stupid. It's okay. And I'm not even mad. Like I said, I'm not even <laughs> mad that they rescinded the penalty. If they rescinded the penalty, it, all. it should be rescinded. Either they did it or they did not. There is no middle ground. You don't get one free throw if it's a question if it's a foul in not, not, basketball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't get a fucking seven and a half yard penalty if it's a pass interference in football, unless if, it's, if at it's the spot a spot of the foul. Yeah, <laughs> NFL. Fair point. But if it's a questionable call, you don't get half of the penalty. Yeah, that doesn't happen in any other sport. You either committed the foul or you did not. If you committed the foul, the penalty should be the same every fucking time. If you did not, no penalty applies. It's bullshit. It's a stupid fucking call. And NASCAR, I'm sorry. It's not your fault, but you guys have got to figure something out with this rules committee because they have, they have let the Chevys off, but nobody else gets off. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, okay? it's, yeah. Uh, it's like I said it's gonna be interesting to see if uh if if the colleague appeal doesn't get upheld or doesn't doesn't get rescinded like it like it did with Hendrick, because then we got a problem. <laughs> and then you got the Denny Hamlin appeal coming up too. So um Nascar could go Eric Eastup said this at NASCAR go over three with these uh penalties. And that you know how that looks? You know what that looks like? Like your dad getting shit on by a random stranger that he works with. So that's what it looks like. And you're the son. What? Not like actually shit on, not like get shit on. You know what I mean? Like getting, like getting the business to your, your, your NASCAR is the daddy. All these teams are the sons and they see some random guy from his work getting talked down upon. And he's like, Are you I know but I what, know what is are. what it's basically saying is you get in trouble at school and the teacher talking to your dad of how your dad should punish you. That's what it is. Your dad should have should have the responsibility and the right to punish you however you want to. But the teacher comes in like, well, no, I run it a certain way. I don't think, yeah, he did it wrong, but he didn't do it that wrong. So I don't think he should get a fucking month. Of being grounded. I think you should get two weeks of being grounded and having his fucking, I don't know, is, is, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, when you get paid when you're a kid, uh, allowance? Allowance. You, you get your allowance back or whatever it is. You know, I'm just trying to put it in layman's terms for you. Like, that's what it looks like. So it's not a good look for NASCAR, and especially if they go, the Cog thing goes the same way as the Hendrick thing and the Denny Hamlin appeal gets overturned to where it's not. A point penalty, it's just maybe a fine or something or whatever. The NASCAR, it's not not looking good for NASCAR. NASCAR is losing its power, and uh, that's that's never a good thing. Uh, we've said on this podcast before that NASCAR maybe needs to have a little bit more open mind about some of these things, but they shouldn't have they shouldn't have their power taken away. We've never said that.
1: I don't. I mean, I don't really have anything else to say about it because it's it's not NASCAR's fault. This one, they made the right call. And, uh you understand my logic, though? Yes, what I was yes, saying? Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. you look confused, and yeah. I was like... I got you. I got, am, I, am, I I making, am I making what you're saying. You didn't at thinking? first, but I got you now. <laughs> uh, but, you know, NASCAR can only enforce the rules, apparently. All they can do is say, hey, this is what we said. You violated the fucking rules, so we're going to call the penalty. And then you can just call up your buddies that also own Chevrolet dealerships and get your shit fucking dropped. It's bullshit. It's fucking stupid. We say it's, uh, NASCAR has always been about manufacturers. I understand that. But if you fucking levy a penalty against the team, you can't have bias. You can't do that. You can't have bias in your uh, appeals process. I know you're never going to get full bias out because if you fucking, if you have your appeals panel upheld by fucking A guy that owns a Ford, he might have an allegiance to a Ford driver, but you can't have a fucking Chevrolet dealership owner on the fucking board because he is directly making money because those guys are winning races. You win on Sunday, you sell on Monday. That's been the fucking term of NASCAR for fucking 30, 40, 50 years.
0: I don't know how true that is nowadays, but it's something.
1: It helps. It does. If you're watching and fucking a bunch of people are watching now it might be not as much as it used to be but it's still a ass Oh, old motherfuckers are watching races on sundays i'll give you that so you know it, it is what it is you know nascar has always been plagued by you know bias and shit like this it's um it's just a shame that the appeals process is not um it's it's in my opinion it's clearly biased it's 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 clearly um, I, I think there was some ulterior motives. I think, uh, think Hendrick has some friends on that board, and um, they got it done. I think, I, I, only,
0: I think, if I'm not mistaken, there's only three people on that yeah. board.
1: And last year, Kevin Whitaker was on the one that William Byron. I know for a fact Kevin Wh- mm-hmm. Whitaker was on that board. <laughs> I know for a fact okay. that he was on that board. So, um, is what it is. I it guess. is what it is. I mean, we're gonna. Now, now Hendrick feels like they can do whatever they want to do, but Roush can't fucking fix a part. Roush can't fucking fix a fender.
0: That's what I would love to find out. Like
1: why after it's been in a wreck.
0: Like why? And we're we gonna keep on getting into this, but um, real quick before we talk about why Rachel is Dark, a good fucking question. Yeah, why is a good question, but um, um, huh? stop it. Before we get into Bristol Dirt this weekend, I want to talk about something. Um, wait a minute. Hit the, yeah, hit the button. No, 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 the record button. Okay, I thought you were going to just cut the camera off. It's like well, we're not going to save anything. Do you cut it off? Cut the whole thing off. There you go. Um, so you probably watched this on late or Sunday early, early Sunday morning. But I didn't because I was sleeping because I had to go to work Sunday morning
1: the F1 race in Australia. I didn't see a motherfucking thing. Oh, you didn't see it? Mm-mm. You Do you even know anything about it? Not a thing.
0: <laughs> Holy shit. So, these guys drove
1: like NASCAR at Coda last weekend. Did, did uh, Max Verstappen win? Did he win? Yeah, he did. Surprise.
0: Um, this motherfucking race, this actually helps NASCAR. And the reason why I say that is because they wrecked, they had a two or three lap shootout, and they looked like NASCAR guys going into Dakota in turn one. You had fucking the Alpine, it was the Alpine, the pink cars wrecking each other. You had guys spinning out into the gravel. You had crazy shit going into turn one and two. And that helps NASCAR because we've been talking about, oh, the F1 wouldn't do that. The IndyCar wouldn't do that. Well, motherfucker, F1 did do that. <laughs> so I got to tell I got to eat some crow here because I said F1 would never do that do that type of shit they're putting that same situation and they look like fucking fifth graders out there wrecking each other like it was a fucking mess the whole race wreck fest and it was entertaining i'll give you that i'll give you that i when i watch the highlights i'm like man why couldn't this race be at 9 30 in the morning that way i could watch this shit at work but uh you know, it's in Australia so it's fucking their time difference is way different than ours. So it came on about one o'clock in the morning. But it was a crazy fucking race, but it helped NASCAR in the fact that these drivers drove like idiots pretty much on the last pretty much the whole race. But especially on the last restart when you had you had I think two red flags during the race. Um especially that the one um at the end of the race, which ended it because they don't have to write checkers in F1, but Max Verstappen won, but it was a fucking crazy race. He had guys just driving like idiots out there, which, you know, we've talked about this on this podcast before with NASCAR with late race restarts at road courses. It helped NASCAR. It made NASCAR look better than it did last week. So, um, we can't all put on the drivers this week because the F1 guys just did it all. Just did it all in Australia. And, all the other non NASCAR fans saying, "Oh God, NASCAR you just run into each other." Well, look, fuck, look what the fuck F1 driver just did on a quote unquote a green white checkered. So uh, it was a good weekend for NASCAR. You mean F1 F1 fans can't really say much about their product compared to NASCAR's product last week because it looked almost just the same. Uh-huh. and you ain't watched any of it.
1: I didn't watch a fucking lap.
0: You need to watch it. That's
1: busy as fuck.
0: it was very like I I didn't watch it live but I watched the the highlights and it was I was like is this even an F1 race there's no way this is an F1 race look like a damn fucking Charles Leclerc went out into the grass five
1: rounds Uh for the undisputed what the fuck are you talking about Formula One Championship of Australia it's time
0: it's the next Bruce Buffer right here I could do that shit (laughs) I bet you could
1: it's time for Bristol Dirt it's time for Bristol Dirt unfortunately
0: Unfortunately. so uh shit's gonna suck Easter week Easter (laughs) (laughs) Easter weekend uh NASCAR up until this point, would take Easter off because I think it's a good weekend to take off, in my opinion. But, um, you know, we got Bristol Dirt this weekend. You know, last year's race was okay. Eh. You, had a, you had a good finish, eh. crazy finish, but uh, other than that, it was forgettable. 2021 was the same way. You had the dirt situation early on in the race. That's why we got a day, uh, night race now because people couldn't fucking see. I hate my... It's the... It's the I think... This race is my least favorite race of the year now on the calendar because I love Bristol, man. It's my favorite track. And if you to just ruin it and put fucking dirt on it, I just it, it drives me crazy, man. I've I, I said this on this podcast last year. If you want to put fucking dirt on a racetrack or if you want to go race at a dirt track, race on a fucking dirt track. Go race at fucking Eldor. Go race at fucking Knoxville. Go race at fucking... Uh, somewhere that's got uh, uh, is a is a, mo- a uh, full on dirt Lawrence track. Lawrence
1: County Speedway,
0: yeah, that one. Like do we travelers rest you, Speedway? Yeah, you put dirt on the best track on the circuit, in my opinion, that's and other best track. and there's other people that agree with me. It's one of the best tracks on the circuit.
1: Fact.
0: And for you to put dirt on it, it, it's just a disgrace. It drives me crazy. And I watch it because you know I'm a NASCAR homer. Like I'm a die hard. Like I'll watch every race. Like, I'll even watch the fucking Texas race this year, it's in the, especially if it's in the playoffs. You know, I'll watch it, playoffs. but I'm not going to be happy about it. Like, it just it hurts my soul that we got dirt on this racetrack because the we saw it, now, especially coming off of this weekend's race at fucking Richmond. We got a good short track package now, at least for Richmond, and I think it'll work pretty damn well at Bristol. But we have to wait till fucking August to do it. We should have to wait till fucking August to see how good the short track package is on regular fucking Bristol because it's the best fucking track in the damn circuit. Take fucking dirt off this track and fucking make it Sunday. I not no, 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 Listen here, I know why NASCAR did this because nobody was showing up for the spring race because one, it would rain all the fucking time, and two, it was a day race nobody cared about it other than the night race. So they would wait till the night race later in the year to uh, to fucking uh. Buy their tickets and go to the race. The problem is we've had this problem at Texas. We've had this problem at Kansas. We've had this problem at other tracks, but yet we still race at it twice a year. So why the fuck do we have to do that with Bristol? Take the fucking dirt off this motherfucking track and put fucking, keep the regular fucking payment let them race on a day race here. Or, or, or. Just
1: race there once. I don't want that. I don't either. But if nobody, it's better up, than the dirt. I will say it's better to race there once than
0: it is racing there twice dirt. with one with one on dirt. dirt I agree race with that. It's retarded. I agree with that. It. Listen,
1: I I wouldn't mind a dirt race. Daytona the, once a year, I'm fine with the Daytona 500. It's the only time we need to go there. Bristol once a year, I'm fine with. That's the only time we need to go there. Darlington once a year. The Southern 500. It's the only time we have to go there. Charlotte once a year. The Coke Six Hundred. It's the only time we have to go there. Well, where else are we gonna race at? <laughs> race at one track a year. There's 36 racetracks in the United States that we could race at.
0: Bring back Chicago Land.
1: There are 36. Rockingham. Yes. Bring back. Um... Now, Granite. You could. You should probably race at Darlington. I mean, you should probably race at these tracks twice. But best if, track. if you're that best strapped for fucking, you know, if we got, to oh, we got to have a fucking race. We got to have a dirt race in that area. Knoxville, it's pretty damn. Cool. Not that far. I mean, it's in Iowa, but it's not that far.
0: Yeah, not not Knoxville, Tennessee. That'd yeah. be really close.
1: <laughs> this is right up the road there. You got fucking Eldora's in a fucking Ohio. Indiana. Indiana. It's right up the road. I think it's not that far. Uh, There's a bunch of great dirt tracks in the south that you could find one if you have to. Now, granted, you're not going to be able to get fucking 80,000 people in there or whatever the fuck. Bristol holds. probably way more than that. Um, But, you know, it's... Disappointing. It's just
0: stupid. I hate that it's It's stupid. It's it's the worst race of the year for me. I don't care if it's a great... Like, last year's race, it had a great finish, but still, it hurt it's me. It's a dirt race. It's a dirt race, man. And I
1: don't have anything with dirt, any problem with dirt racing. i watch a dirt race if the fucking World of Outlaws are on. So watch that's what it. I was about to
0: say. If You you ever seen a World of Outlaws race try to race at fucking Charlotte? No. On the pavement? No. No! Because they know what they are.
1: Yeah. Listen,
0: I know We know what we are. NASCAR needs to know what we are. We are a oval, pavement, asphalt type of series. That
1: every now and again will turn right.
0: More than like more now than ever, but yeah, yeah. you don't have to go back to dirt. I don't think I go back in your roots like Richard Pay said it a couple years ago. Like, why are we going on dirt, we're setting sport back. We're not setting sport back, but I think it's stupid where we're doing it at. Because like, so you're doing one of the be- my favorite track on the circuit, which I wish we had a regular damn Bristol race.
1: Too.
0: So, I'm gonna watch it. You know, you're gonna have probably the ratings are probably about the same as last year because it's Easter weekend. There's not a whole lot going on on Easter weekend. Oh, that's right. Never mind. It is. The fucking Masters. Oh, well, there goes your fucking ratings.
1: So, Well, granted, it is Sunday night. The Masters should be over when this goes on, but...
0: Yeah, you still got the the jacket ceremony and all that shit, whoever wins it and stuff, which Mm -hmm. bleeds into the cup race, probably. So I'm just saying... It drives me crazy. But I mean, I watch it. You know, I think it'll be a okay race. It just hurts my soul that we're racing this track on dirt.
1: I agree. But you won again this week, so who's gonna win this race on dirt? So I'm going, um,
0: I picked Ricky last year and you won with Chase Elliott, surprisingly enough. <laughs> um I'm going this year with a guy that has struggled this year. Um he had a Pretty good car last week. Um, but you know, he still should be doing better. But um this guy probably should have won it last year. Uh but
1: I I was gonna pick him.
0: <laughs> but he didn't. He made a mistake and uh cost him and the other driver the win. I'm going with Chase Briscoe this weekend at the Bristol Dirt Race. He's a dirt racer. I feel like this is one of his best opportunities to win a race this year. He has not looked good this year. He was pretty good at phoenix i think he finished like seventh or something but other than that he is not finished i don't think he's finished in the top 10 other than phoenix this year he is he has really been a kind of a disappointment especially because i picked him to make the playoffs this year he's gonna have to start stepping up and we'll get into that probably next week's episode we'll start looking back at who's good and who's not right now mm-hmm. so um but i give me Chase chance for us, go. dirt racer he's fast um i think he probably should have He had the fastest car last year. I think he will uh, back it up this year and maybe get it done at the end.
1: Well, um, I've been sitting here racking my brain on who I'm going to pick because I really didn't expect you to pick him. Um, and I don't know. That was really the only one I was thinking <laughs> of. Uh, it's a damn shame. So um, I'm just going to throw something against the wall here. Hope it sticks. Um, I'm going to pick the 20 car. Let me get... Uh, See Bell um, I think that's the second time you've picked him uh, I hope not check real quick because if so I'm change that shit Have I picked Bell? Yeah I did I picked him at auto Vegas? We'll see
0: You picked him at Phoenix?
1: Phoenix that's right alright So I'm not going to pick Christopher Bell Give me Uh <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> Give me... um, You don't want to pick
0: somebody. I mean, you can, but you really don't want to pick somebody off this list.
1: I know. Give me... uh,
0: This is a NASCAR (laughs) podcast.
1: This is difficult. Why did you have to pick my guy? (laughs) Because I'm better than you. Give me... And Jane
0: this ain't gonna be two hours long give me Kyle
1: to... Larson give me Kyle Larson oh that's a bad pick for Bristol Dirt give me Kyle Larson I know he's a dirt racer
0: but fuck you gotta it. use him later in the year I No,
1: but fuck it I need a win
0: <laughs> you need a win did, where did he run last year he, he didn't run He both Bristol Dirt he got races, in a wreck I think both that drivers. was 2021 when him and Bell got a wreck wrecked. last year too did he I don't remember he ain't done too well in his br- Bristol Dirt race I don't think he might have got top 10 last year I don't remember
1: coming off a dub got some momentum going back to back yeah i hope
0: he wins took a break from views now i'm back to that
1: what does he say after that
0: thank y'all for listening Go <laughs> yeah. thank y'all for listening episode 52 of the highline uh i feel like we're just starting uh excuse me what i say um now y'all guys thank y'all for listening. Uh, y'all uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel at the Highline. Follow us on TikTok at the Highline Podcast, at Instagram at the Highline Official, and tell your family and friends who are into podcasts or NASCAR or funny shit to uh, give us uh, give us a chance and uh, listen to us. We'll be back next week. Review Bristol. Review Bristol Dirt and all that stuff and preview Martinsville and we'll see what's going on throughout the week of NASCAR this week and going into next week but until then go Tigers
1: fuck Clemson